0: All right, welcome to another episode of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Um, so,
1: was it? It was pretty. Yeah. It was. It was. was I think it's too far here. away. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's too far away from your microphone. I think you want to yeah, try yeah.
1: again. Okay, I'll do exactly the same thing. We'll
0: see what happens. Okay, That that was better.
1: That was way better. Yeah, oh, interesting. Okay. Just got to go higher <laughs> in the glass. That's easy to do. Okay. Uh,
0: we are currently the uh, fourth most popular podcast <laughs> on America's Best Racing.
2: <laughs> it doesn't so, end it's the 31st, though. So if you guys haven't uh, gone to vote, do that. For yeah, sure. if you don't know
0: what we're talking about, I guess we should probably uh, – Louie, you can – you have you already tweeted all that stuff out, I'm sure, so –
1: I think, uh, I think I literally retreated uh, Rachel McLaughlin talking about it, but I don't know that I've actually asked anyone so to actually go vote for us. In case anyone
0: doesn't know what we're talking about, the uh, America's Best Racing, which Louie and I are doing this uh, uh, big race and show. Megan's, you know, Megan's, Megan's done, done for them in the past too. and uh, they I didn't even know this thing was coming up. Did you all know this thing was coming up? Like, No. no. So they had this 2021 Fan Choice Awards. And this is the pick the finalist. Well, it says, pick the finalist. So I guess it's not just the winner, but how many people are in the finals, right? Pick the finals there's for like a favorite the favorite podcast. What's
2: 42? that? There's 42 podcasts in the finals. Okay.
0: There's like a lot. Well, then we're definitely going to be in the top 42. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're a top 40, 40 type 42. show. I agree with
1: if that. If there's top more
2: 40. than 42 racing podcasts,
0: I'm going to just. I'm just actually saying that the the fourth place person is starting to get a little close to us right now. So we need to like uh, go the other way. We I was feeling pretty good about our voting, you know, because like when it came out, like we kind of we were slow to start and then we were we started catching up. And then all of a sudden, again, I don't know who Charles Simon is. Do you all know who he is? No. OK, I don't know who jo- George Allen Bryant is. Do you all know who that is? No. So these two podcasts I've never heard of, all of a sudden, like we got within like (laughs) three hundred votes of them, and then all of a sudden they had like a thousand more votes than us. All that, and I don't know. I'm not saying listen, I'm not calling voter fraud. (laughs) But I'm pretty close to saying, you know, we need to have a recount kind of situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So
0: so we might be what I'm trying to say is we might be number one of the legit voting that's out there. So <laughs> not, to, not to say I haven't voted more than once. I have voted more than once, but
2: we've <laughs> got a, a lot of different tablets and computers.
0: So. Yeah, n- yeah, not not quite that far, but uh, yeah. But we have. I mean, we're we're respectful. We're we're kicking the tail out of some good people. Like we're kicking the tail out of uh, uh, let's see, uh, Scott Shapiro,
1: who hasn't done an episode in eighteen months. So Ken, sure Ken Rudolph is beating
0: Scott Shapiro. By the way,
1: Ken uh, actually did episodes this year.
0: Both of them are beating Jason Beam,
1: who does a lot Stop. of episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, thorough daily news has only got like fifty votes. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, we're 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 killing Naomi Tucker. We're killing Mike Pena. Uh, because this is race. This is a uh, radio too. It's not just podcasts. They're putting us all into the same thing.
1: I don't think the radio listening folk are on the Twitter.
0: ESPN's in the <laughs> gate has only got four votes. Yeah. So we got a. Uh, it's sounded it a lot
2: like radio listening folk.
0: Mike Pena's on here like fifteen Twitter. different times. <laughs> we're keep, we're, of, we're beating. We're it's beating Andy to. Sterling. We're beating Jay Privim. I mean, we're you we're, we're doing okay. Actually, we're beating probably all those people I just mentioned combined. Uh, we're beating Ned DeRosa. Huh? Good
1: like, we've been doing this for four minutes. Can we do something
0: else? Anthony Stabil is <laughs> at COVID.
1: He's he like he Andolfo. I'm negative. No, I'm He, has, Devine. he, does not, yeah, right, he no. doesn't have COVID. No, he has two <laughs> negative tests and then a positive and then a negative. And that's, okay.
0: that's what COVID is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm Mike Andolfo. I am joined as always by. Uh, the ever fabulous Megan Devine and you just Indiana said Grands. always
1: in Megan. I'm not sure that that's like a thing. But a Indiana thing.
0: Grands, Louis Louis Rubeau. So uh, there
1: you go. Two how solid was, days of work at IG this week. How was IG? So, it was um, very warm, uh, so they pushed the the post times to 10 a.m., which I thought was a good compromise. Uh, and then, yeah, no, I, so, I was surprised at how many people I knew up there. It kind of caught me off guard that uh, I've been up there enough that I actually know the folks that. I just work there who are in general very great. And then just some of the people that are there all the time. Like they have regulars that are regulars. And so uh, it was nice. That was good. It was a good two days for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need that drive to be 45 minutes shorter. That's it. 45 minutes. I'd feel so it's much better. It's still not about as bad it. as Ellis, though. No, it's, it's not exactly as bad as Ellis, one Ellis sets.
0: especially if you got Dodge horses as they run on the road.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, what a shit show Ellis was <laughs> last weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Five Minutes and 15 seconds were explicit, uh, yeah. I mean, it was since well, Mike already did it, so it was quite the shit show. Uh, good to know that that horse is, is okay though, was uh recovering from its little um adventure at Root and Riddle. Also, by the way, that horse the barn is fire lucky, yeah, that horse was in the barn that barn. caught on fire, yeah. So, and ooh.
0: then we had the and then we had which I didn't get to see it, but then we had the huge spill. Uh, that uh, actually made the race, that Del Mar made the race in no contest. Um, I mean, it, it was not the, the most outstanding weekend in horse racing. Uh, we did get to see Maleth that one in the Alabama. That was that was nice.
1: Do you know what I thought of, though, when, that, when I saw that horse on the road and then the fire the next day? I thought of Belvoir Bay, who went from the yeah. San Luis Rey fire to winning in the Breeders' Cup. And so hopefully that horse, I don't know that horse's name, comes back and wins like a high-level allowance or a black type or something oh. like that. That great.
2: horse's name is actually so it's fabulous. Like, it's like bold it's and like beautiful,
0: or something. Bold like that. and
2: sassy. Bold and, um, and sassy. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Name. And that was his. Yeah. That was
0: her first race. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Well. Yeah. we supposed to be. So it are supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> late, late, s- late scratch. Other than that.
0: The uh, when it when the PP say asphalt as surface. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, not that's the what best horse freezes. Rig.
1: That's what happens when it freezes at woodbine. You get that you get that asphalt surface. Jeez. Uh, uh, oh, the worst.
0: I want and and then the funny thing was like when I heard that there was a horse on the road and I didn't hear what track it was right off the bat. I was like, I was like, Kentucky Downs start already? Because I was I'm like originally I'm like I'm thinking it's got that's <laughs> gotta be Kentucky Downs. <laughs> I
2: was trying to get to Nashville.
0: <laughs> but it was Ellis.
1: The horse was actually running from Ellis to Kentucky Downs for for you know for <laughs> Trying
0: to save on those 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 van fees. What we got, Louie?
1: Back to one that we've actually done previously. Got dropped off the house today. The Old Forester rye back on the shelves. Um, Had had vanished from shelves for a short amount of time. A hunterproof rye, nice introductory rye if you if you're not a rye drinker yet, Um, and a price point under twenty five bucks. So really, really approachable.
2: And one to try too, because I didn't know that I was a rye girl until I. Came Come on the, the show, show. Right. and now I'm like, all about the dry No,
1: rise at a rise sweet spot for a lot of people. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you were like, where were you? La- we in Montana. Where were you last weekend?
1: Hold <laughs> on, oh, no, we did this already.
2: Last weekend, uh, I was in New York. I uh, decided to go for the hurricane. And,
1: okay. um, and we we'll talked about that on Bobby V. That. That's right. Not on the show. On not on this D. show.
2: That's the right, weekend nice. before that, I was in Montana because I decided to go for the wildfires. So. Oh. I just plan my travel around like natural disasters. Is kind of how I roll. Uh, this weekend I'll be going to Milwaukee, so I'm not sure what's going to happen there. I don't know their weather really, but uh, but I'm sure it'll be something.
0: <laughs> so Milwaukee's
2: awesome. So
1: enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, Milwaukee is nice. Yeah, it really is. I got a um, pizza recommendation for you before you go. Okay. And, okay. And like, yeah, I'm and- going as
2: a plus one. Uh, for my friend, Kat, who came as my oh, plus yeah. one to yeah, like Montana him. and then also came back home with me to New York for my uh, oh. bridal shower. My mom was like, do you need to tell oh. me something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Um, uh, <laughs> but no, there's a terrific Neapolitan place right downtown. Killer, great, fresh pizza. Cool. The guy does not speak English yet. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great.
2: All right at me if you've got milwaukee suggestions
0: so did you uh did you actually like see the wildfires in montana uh
2: no but i inhaled enough smoke that i was coughing in my cabin
0: yeah when we were when we were in italy uh there was wildfires around naples and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it actually we cut our trip to naples short because it was just yeah i can't if i would live in california i'd deal with that all the time i just it's horrible yeah it's awful Absolutely awful. So uh yeah, right.
1: Mike Malifat did win the Alabama. That was uh yeah. that was cool to see her bounce back. Um <laughs> possibly a preview of uh Central Quality getting back into his groove like he did uh a month ago. But uh nice to see her at a full field. You feel like sometimes those horses run on those four and five horse fields, and there's just not a natural pace progression in those sorts of things. And she's just we talked about it on the show last week, Mike. She's just never gonna win by three lengths. She's just not that kind of horse, and so she won in the way that she's always gonna win. And um just terrific Philly, and we're really I'm starting to – maybe I'm doing a Mike Gandolfo here, but I'm liking the three-year-old crop more and more, not just the Philly side but the Colts side too. And I don't know if anyone else watched Tripoli win the Pacific Classic and think, why wasn't Hot Rod Charlie in this race? Yeah. I think he wires the field. I'm serious. I I think he wires the field. And I think he gets a grade one against older horses, and I just – I don't get it. He must not be in top four because he's not entered in anything this weekend. But man, I or is the Del Mar Derby next week or something? Is that what they're waiting for? I just I just let don't. me see if
0: I can pull it up and see where he's at going to yeah, next time. But I, but I
1: just I just watched that race and all I could think the whole time was Hot Rod Charlie would be in the front right now and it would be <laughs> not terribly difficult and he'd be five to two and I would have hammered it. I mean, just so I mm-hmm. yeah, that one I don't understand. But I also don't train or own or any of those kinds of things with horses. Well,
0: and, so, and I think you know, the uh, hot rod Charlie's last race was a little um you know, it was kind of scary. So um right. Probably get letting him just kind of recover a little bit. He's he's actually aimed at the Pennsylvania Derby as God, his warm up okay. for the okay. for the Breeders Cup classic. Okay.
2: What yeah. is that okay. uh rated
0: that's a it's a, a grade one.
2: Is it yeah see that's yeah. why uh, that's yeah, it's a restricted grade.
1: age grade one. Yeah right yeah, yeah. That's connect
0: <laughs> and actually uh we might get a hot rod Charlie Medina spirit kind of um you know, that race horse service. looks
1: so good. That's the best I've ever seen that horse look in that workout the other day. Did you see that workout, Megan? No. Outside of, uh, oh, he was running with another well-established uh, horse. And he just, I was like, oh, usually that horse looks like he's limping all the time because he's just a, he's a ragged looking runner. And he just looks Ew. so good. So. Medina Spirit, he's just not, a, he's like kind of an yeah. unnatural walker. He's just got kind of a weird gait. And um, he just, gosh, he looks so good in that workout. Cool.
0: And then uh, we have astronaut wins the Del Mar handicap. Anything to add on that one? No. All right.
1: America Actually, I thought that
2: horse looked really good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. in the past two races, right? I think he finished mm-hmm. second before that. Um, mm-hmm. And then Acclimate and then Acclimate finished behind him. But I really like the way that he ran that race because he, from the beginning, and that's a long distance race, right? So he had a lot of horse um, or a lot of, I guess, go in them. And so he kind of like had to be rated back a little bit. They kept him in a really good spot. I thought it was like a, a textbook ride, honestly, for a horse like that. That. So I, I was very impressed by what I saw from that from that horse.
1: And, and, we're, and we're remiss to forget the Breeders' Cups at Del Mar. So if the horse likes the track at Del Mar, who knows, right? I mean, right. Maybe, he's, maybe he's part of the equation come Breeders' Cup
2: time. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, anything else that you all want to add from uh, Wild and Crazy Weekend last weekend? <laughs> I don't even know what I did last weekend. Like, I... I can't even like remember you last had week. It's got a
1: long week. It's all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, my, <laughs> my wife does have COVID. So we were both got the shots. I am officially refusing to cause it, call it a vaccine because vaccines usually mean, <laughs> you know, like I got the polio vaccine and then I noticed no one gets polio. Um, it seems like it doesn't matter. And I'm actually saying that I'm calling the actual BS on the on the percentages that it's 80 something percent effective because I feel like it just doesn't matter right now. So uh it's the, 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 the COVID shot. So my wife tested positive. So I am uh which is it's really weird. Have you all neither one of you all tested positive, right?
1: I have never tested positive.
0: Okay. So you're calling people almost like the closest thing I guess to experiencing like, hey, I've got an STD kind of phone call. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, two things that people are experiencing this is like that's another is- call
1: that I've never had to make. But I've never made to the call. To the STD call? Here. i STD mean, call. Yeah,
0: you. <laughs> but you almost know, as like this must be what it feels like to call and say, hey, Absolutely. you know, I just want to yeah, let right. you know, I've I've got herpes. Um, <laughs> oh, I've I've got syphilis.
1: No, no, that's not how you spell club. Very for the strange next spelling. Yeah, right, exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> that. Uh, um, and then I just also like, you know, the people who like I feel it for my wife because she's kind of trapped up in our bedroom. Right. And uh it's like people are probably like people who were never criminals before are like, I'm never gonna be a criminal, I'm never gonna go to prison and just be stuck in this room. Like, like right? It's the closest thing that you're gonna get. To that, too. It just, it just mean, it's just, I mean, hopefully, terrible. you're
2: feeding her better than that. But yeah,
0: I am. She got, I dropped her a little bowl of slop off of the, to- of the door and knocked and she had some bread. He's, some, he's using a shot from
1: outside to throw. <laughs> Since it's hot outside, I, I just gave
0: her a cup of ice and let it melt. So, <laughs> you know, oh, we went man. that route.
1: Oh, you're fine. <laughs> to be There you go.
0: Yeah. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's rough. So I'm sleeping on the couch and there it is. Uh so are that's you the I'm dad who
1: enjoys sleeping on the couch though?
0: I do sleep on the couch probably more than I should, but not necessarily because I enjoy it, because I sit down and I finally slow down and I just fall yeah. asleep. Yeah, dad um, move. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah, dad. yeah, total, that's dad, total dad, dad move yeah. right there.
1: You 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 stop doing that around like age six or seven, and then you pick it back up at 40. No, totally. Dad, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So we want to do some handicapping, or what do you want to do?
1: All right. So I wanted to talk to Megan a little bit about what we're going to do for, for Saratoga. Um, and I didn't want to do the show before the show.
0: Okay. The
1: spa. I think there are a couple of races where you and I are really going to agree on winners. And I want to see if we can't formulate the best possible bet scenario out of what's available on the card. So for example, I think the grand slam, which is their $1 pick four, starts in race nine. I think that's the bet of the day because I think there's, uh, two singles in that sequence between Latruska and Essential Quality. Ooh. And you can play a $1 pick four in the like $15 range. Therefore, you could play it for $2 or $3, whatever right. you might want to do. But I don't mind talking through the races, obviously, Mike, like we usually do. But I would love yeah. to get to that point, Megan, if you're willing to kind of talk betting strategies. as we get to that sequence.
0: Well, I mean, in the, I just think it's, it's kind of crazy to even think about singling in the Traverse just because – I mean, we've seen it so many times. It's right. right. This is where it's known for favorites getting upset, even though Saratoga has been extremely chalky this year, right? But um,
1: that's the conversation I want to have. Like, yeah, is this where to put the ticket? Is that the kind of thing? Because I love that idea of playing that $1 pick for there. I think there's, yeah, just because I think my opinion about Latruska is so strong against any field, frankly. So.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to let's get to the to the Boston Spa first. That's race four. It's the uh, the one stakes race that is kind of unattached from the others. Uh, this is on the inner turf course. Uh, it's a mile and sixteenth, Grade Two, four hundred thousand dollars race, non bougie turf course for fillies and mares, four-year-olds and up. Uh, who do we have in this one? We'll start with Megan because it's in New York. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> She heard the word New York and it made her, it made her. I don't even know what kind of giggle that was.
2: <laughs> it was funny because I brought um, <clears throat> my girlfriend, Kat, <laughs> home with me. And she,
1: now, when you say word, girlfriend,
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, had never been to New York before, and my mom sent me a bridal shower because um, I'm, as far as I know, still getting married to, to Curtis and not Kat. But, um,
0: but no uh, there's no judgment. was very all.
2: excited because of all of the accents. Yeah, right. Because it definitely is a thing, especially on Long Island. Well, it like definitely comes like, out yeah. when I'm um, angry, drunk, or with people from Long Island.
1: On Long Island say, you get on the phone with your mom and you've been drinking, you slide back in, I'm sure.
2: Oh, yeah. for sure. That's yeah. Or if I'm pissed, yeah. like if you do me wrong, oh, forget <laughs> about this guy. Uh <laughs> She Anyways, talked, you know.
1: about
2: pizza. Yeah, right. <laughs> actually we did. The first thing we did when we got that's home true. from the airport was uh, or on the way home from the airport, rather, was to get bagels, and then that night yeah. night oh. later we had pizza, and then we had sandwiches from Delhi. So, like that's pretty much the trifecta, um, as far as that goes. So, and then we did have uh cannoli cake. So, actually, it was a super effective. So, we started making anyway.
0: homemade bagels, like we're making bagels oh, yeah. at home, and it is like I'll oh, never awesome. I'll never want to go buy a bagel again because nice of, they're they're fantastic. they're just unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Curtis did make homemade bagels, but. Um, animal <laughs> watch. Animal
1: She's watch, Animal How terrible watch. How terrible are they? The in New York. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> animal watch. No, Fiance watch. Anyways, uh, yeah, okay. So, probably the two uh, Tama here for Chad Brown and I read Ortiz had a, a pretty rough effort two races back. And I just don't think that that's probably indicative of her talents. Um, in the Jessamine because she ran much, much better in the Jenny Wiley against Juliet Foxtrot, who's actually a very, very good horse. So I definitely think that horse has a shot. You know, you've got the other Chad Brown in there as well, um, who comes off of a listed stakes race um, in the of Rose. But that's actually been, if you go back and look at the winners of that race, that's been a really nice stakes race like probably the horses that have run in the de la rose are significantly better than a lot that have run a few like grade
1: twos um so well, even hendy woods ran second this year right and hendy woods is a fine two yeah right?
2: right and and the fact that this horse that viadera had so much trouble in that race um you have to think you know she was coming back for a start off a layoff it seemed like she had you know, a lot of support of the window. She went off as the favorite there. So I would be surprised if we didn't see her come back with a really, really big effort. Second so start off the laugh, I always love, but especially when you've got a comment line like that, this is blocks with the 316th, steadied, altered path. Like there was a lot of trouble for her. So uh, definitely an eight to five. I don't love the price, but I certainly like the horse quite a bit. And I'm interested to see what the other chat brown does because I do think that she's quite a classy filly and she's had some pretty significant trouble for the races where she hasn't. Performed. and Then you've got the California Queen as well, if in case you need another Chad Brown horse to, to put in there, <laughs> who I like, but I don't think I like her as much as the other two. And is I'm interested King because Pratt is, is riding Queen? quite a bit for Chad Brown, but it also seems like throughout this card, I'm interested to see your opinions because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, he's definitely on the third string Chad Brown horse, which is exactly what's happening here. But there's a, a few other horses that he's on as well that I'm like, eh you know, why wouldn't you put on Rosario or somebody else?
0: Is the California queen, New York girl is the Megan exacted in this race, right?
1: <laughs> uh,
2: California queen bred in Germany. Yeah, sure.
0: And and New York girl New York you
1: know? bred in Irish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> in this race. I do agree Maybe. with you that a Chad Brown horse is going to win this race. Uh, I think the Viedera is probably the classiest here. I, I am, I have, I started this last week, Megan. Yeah. By the way, yeah, Brown Horse wins this race. By yeah, the way, exactly. Chad
2: Brown makes up half the field.
1: Yeah. He does that a lot. The uh, what's funny is his greatest stakes number is like eighteen percent. That's because he beats himself so often. And uh, <laughs> he uh, just I love the second off for her and uh, Joel and all those things. What's interesting is he and Joel are hitting at eighteen percent, but that's not a not a huge number. And he had Pratter hit at forty six percent this year, and that is a massive number for the types of races that you know that Flavian is in. Right. And so I think you leave California queen off your tickets at your own peril. Uh, I won't be touching this race because I don't know that there's going to be a ton of value here. And I am not um, in love with the early part of the card. I think that there's one horse off the board that I think has a reasonable chance. here. It's the one high opinion. This might be a Louis long shot kind of number eight to one Um, coming out of a really good allowance run here at Saratoga at a mile was coming on from mid pack and catching up with other horses, gets an extra half a furlong here, um, has has gone twice at the distance, finished second both times, and so I'm wondering if we're not getting to the point where this horse actually wants to go a mile on a 16th. Plus, you get Luis Saez, who is out of his mind right now, and so uh, if you're looking for a longer horse that might hit second, third, possibly jump up, put in a box, something like that, the one high opinion is where I would go. All
0: right, so the next race we're going to talk about is the Ballerina, this the, uh, the race seven, seven furlongs, grade one, $500,000, the question i got does gamine get booed
1: <laughs> do people boo a horse that's a fantastic question
0: i'm gonna say yes i think in new york they'll boo Gamin.
1: <laughs> new york security hmm? oh they probably did right no no did so. they not okay i'm just
0: reading some well i'm just, i mean they're really they're really booing baffert right if they're going to mean. Yeah. And that's what I think I think what happens. I don't know. it be interesting to say. All right. Does anyone be coming in this race? I mean. No. No.
2: No. I, I actually I, have been I, very impressed by Sconson. Like she has run much better than I thought she would. But uh, but no. I still don't
1: think they know literally when scottson runs against a horse of her level or slightly better she doesn't When she finishes second that's just what happens right. she runs against rising seas um or a, a declining frank's rock catch she wins at churchill downs in the winning colors but when she has to go up against say bells bells the one in an overnight bells the one is the mm-hmm. one that pops up when she goes up against Gameen by the way we remember because we were there she gets right next to her on derby day and then kameen goes Oh, you're right next to me? I'm going to start going a lot faster than you. Right. <laughs> it out, exactly. It went by a length and a half because those horses were literally side by yeah. side on the turn. Yeah. Now, that day, I read very smartly, went pretty wide on Gamine on the turn to kind of force Scottson to go pretty wide as well. Now, all that said, uh, picks Ired back up here and he knows exactly what to do with this filly, And I do expect her. Um, uh, uh, excuse me. I read on Scottson. So, I mean, it's yeah. A, yeah, excuse me. It's an interesting so I totally misspoke there. I'm sorry. On Derby Day, we watched um, Johnny Velasquez take her wide. Very smart ride on mm-hmm. her. Really trust him on this Philly as well. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if Irad's got it back. I have started, by the way, Megan, to fade Irad in big spots. So this will be a continuation of that. I'm fading Scottson in this spot. I think that CeCe is the biggest threat on this board. Uh, if she can get back to previous form, I think she's the one who could be the biggest problem here. But she was great in her last special.
0: race, right? I mean, she was awesome.
1: For sure. At Gulfstream, though, but who did July, in, July. in July at Gulfstream, I agree with who did you no, right. right, no, no, no. But right. she did look good. I agree with she you. She looked good. I'm saying My yeah.
2: problem with this horse, with, say, say, whatever, CC is that, sure. you know, tell me what the horse's she's beat. Miss Stormy D, who was like a turf horse for a while at some point for Carla Gaines. But uh, Ollie's Candy, Hard Not to Love, Ava's Charm, Estio Talentoso, who's also in this field. Like where have those horses run? What have they, this is the grade one. Technically the horse is a grade one winner in the beholder mile, which I thought was a terrible rendition of a grade one race. And I think we talked about that on the show and she wins in the apple blossom. Okay. That's probably her best race. I think in my opinion, maybe not the best buyer speed figure. She only got a 98 as compared to a hundred in the beholder mile, but I actually thought that was probably a better effort from her. And I still didn't think that was a great field either. So I think this is a, a false grade one winner.
1: Okay, I just I, I think if she runs a one twenty one and a seven for a long race, she'll be right there, and she's done it before. And so I just because that's what Gamine's time was in the Derby City Distaff to beat Scotson, I'm just saying, like she's capable of the run. I don't know that she does it. That's not what I'm saying. I definitely have Gamine on top. I'm just saying I think if there is a horse that's going to push, it'll be CC on the because I like that outside post. I think it gives her time to develop the race. That's all. I'm getting at. So this but is I one of – She's not beaten the horses that Gamine is, and she's not the horse that Gamine is. Period. I get that, but it's I, I just think there's. If you're looking for that second horse, that would be it.
0: This is one of our uh, ABR big race oh, that's right. picks. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, I did give me Wisconsin up top, and I took you know for my longer shot to come in third. I took Lake Avenue. What's the what are the odds on Lake Avenue? Sorry,
2: I was actually going to mention that that would probably be the horse that I play underneath. Nice. If I was to use two.
1: <laughs> I'm counting my money. I now. know what I'm doing. Lake Avenue is twelve to one's uh, third longest on the field.
0: So there you go. Uh, but I but CC was my alternate, so that's uh that's what I did on that one. Um race eight, seven furlongs, another sprint, and it is the grade one four go six hundred thousand dollar race for four year olds and up. Uh the we see Whitmore again. We got like Lexitonian, all kinds of horses that we're gonna uh know in this race. Who do we like in this one?
2: I'm gonna go with Yalpon, Uh who is the five to two favorite, I think, right? Or is there a two to one?
0: The new kid on the block.
2: No, yeah. Um, I, I just think this horse has been extremely unlucky. He actually started off... Um, I watched him quite a bit in Dubai and, and learned a lot about him because I was assigned to that camp of horses for the notes team. But, uh, you know, he starts off and he wins really well at Churchill Downs with Corey Lannery. Then they put him in allowance race. He just runs off the screen there. Uh, and then they put him against older horses in the Amsterdam in the grade two, which is a really, really big... Um, spot to put him in and he wins by two lengths. Then he wins again uh, by four lengths in the Chick Lang. And then his only two bad efforts were the Breeders' Cup Sprint, where he was bumped and pinched a bit. And then in Dubai, he comes back in what I would say is a pretty light spot in a stakes race at Pimlico, and he wins there as well. I just feel like this is a horse who has not really had, you know, the opportunity to, like, have a sustained – Campaign after the Breeders' Cup, they gave him some time, but he, he still like that was his only loss was in the Grade One Breeders' Cup where It was Whitmore and Easy Rock and Frenzy Fire is a very good field of horses, and both and two of those horses are in here as well. Um, but I think he's the up and comer, and so I'm going to put him on top. And then I have uh, the eight horse as well, Frenzy Fire, who I think is one of the more consistent in the field, and then the four Mind Control, who you know is a Grade One winner, but it was back in 2019, and just. I don't know. Whereas I think mind control is declining. I think Yalpon is, you know, on the up and up. Um, And I, I I didn't pick Whitmore. So he'll win because I (laughs) I won't. He
0: he hasn't won this year. So I don't think he's going to start now.
2: I will never. No, no, no. He will because, (laughs) because I didn't play him. Uh, So he only runs well when I am not on his back. And so, uh, yeah. So you're welcome. So there you go. I will, I will die before I win a bet on Whitmore this is what's going to happen. I just can't. Anything
0: to uh, – I mean, uh, Ricardo is on the uh, Asmussen house, a, a horse. You know, Ricardo has been on Whitmore every race this year. Obviously, his allegiance is going to be to Asmussen. But I think, you know, Yap is probably a better play for him too in, in this case. So,
2: Well, I mean, he had the opportunity to ride both. I think at some point you have to consider that um, – Like, I don't know if he's salaried for those owners or for Steve. Um, So I think sometimes, like, I remember having a conversation with Mike Smith about this, and I don't remember exactly the horse, but there were two horses that he could have ridden, and both were good horses, but one was better than the other. And he had to say no to that horse and ride for Fox Hill Farms um, because that was, you know, who he who he rode for, who he had to deal with. So um, so sometimes that happens. So that's why where you kind of have to be careful. One of the areas where you have to be careful with riders uh, and figuring that out, because you don't know you know, who if somebody spun somebody or something happened or they took a, another horse and then that horse scratched out or whatever, something. Right. So uh, I don't know that I'm going to read that much into it. They're both very, very good jockeys. But I, I just prefer Yoplin. I just think he's up and coming.
1: I have Matoli um, on top with Volatile <laughs> in Second, and okay, okay, Violence third. Is that what I have? Okay, so uh, I actually agree on Yapon, which is interesting. I did not know that you were going to land there. Um, this is when I when I think of Steve, I think of this kind of race, six seven furlong, one turn, great runners. Ricardo is very good at these kinds of races, so I'll definitely agree there. Um, I have a weird feeling that Whitmore is going to run well here because he's just kind of due and he doesn't hate Saratoga. And I don't know, maybe I'm way over reading that one. Uh, I think Lexitonian is is due to not run well in a race after a massive effort last time out, helping our guy Rob win 53 grand on a, uh, on a pick five, but um, I I think he's going to have a race off. I'm looking for a big bump actually from a horse who's, who's, training i really like recently in mischievous alex i hope that he can bounce back here two not so great runs recently one of those in the vaderbilt at um saratoga hoping that horse can get back to form has won three times in five lifetime runs at the distance but i agree with megan that i definitely have the opponent on top and then some of the older guys i guess
0: well i mean whitmore is just old i mean he's eight i mean that's <laughs> at some point right i mean it's just it stops it stops working for you so I mean, I, I that's
1: we'll bit more live on your farm someday, Megan.
2: <laughs> I mean, I should be so lucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Such a cool horse, man. <laughs> right. he'd, he'd
2: probably like get loose every day. He'd be like, No, don't <laughs> yeah. touch me. I hate <laughs> <He's> you.
1: It's <laughs> on the street, just yeah. people biking. By. He's like, Oh, that's are cyclist.
2: He decided to go for a little joyride. So oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. And now
0: we're at Louis's uh, Grand Slam right here. Great. This is uh, Race Down Starside Grand Slam vet. Uh, we're going to continue on the theme of seven furlong sprint races on the dirt. Grade ones, $500,000 races is the Alan Jerkins Memorial, uh, for three year olds. And, uh, Louie, so how do you want to take this thing for these next four races? You want to put this ticket together, right?
1: I do. I just, so I kind of want to see if there's a consensus with Megan and me on either who we have on the top or who is eligible for a single, at least because I think this is one of those races where you could single if you really felt strongly say about Jackie's Warrior.
0: Oh, that would be so riskier I think.
1: I think that life I is good as Jackie's Warrior. Would you single Jackie's Warrior? 100%. So I think helps that helps this conversation.
2: A a lot. Even though it was a sloppy racetrack, I think that's as good of a performance as we've seen all year.
1: And I think I think the the uh the Pat Day mile that we saw here was as insane a race as we've seen. Yeah. Anywhere with those fractions and with you know the how those two horses went at it him and Dream Shake that day,
2: and uh, I truly I, think Jackie's Warrior should be undefeated as well because that's race two back against Drain the Clock. There was some significant trouble in there,
1: right? Mike,
0: okay, what were you um, going to say? Go I'm not besmirching that though. I I mean, obviously this is Life is Good's first time back on the on the track, which is it's a big spot for you to be off for I don't know, um almost six months, right? So, but I mean, Life is Good. You could have argued was the best three-year-old going into, going into the Triple Crown stretch. You know, I, I, you shake your head no. I mean, a one hundred and seven in the San Felipe.
2: It was, it was always going to be essential quality. Was <laughs> the best three-year-old going into there? Zero percent chance. Life is good. The best. The, the one best one California
1: runner. runner?
0: Medina no, Spirit won the Derby, good. and Life is Good was way better than Medina Spirit. Kicked kicked Medina Spirit's butt twice going into. I mean, life is good. You it's hard how do you I don't know how you besmirch him. Uh the undefeated going into, you know, what he was going. He is
1: I, undefeated, sure. I, I want to talk about how Mike Smith is at thirteen percent this year. Does that bother any of us? He,
0: again, he's Whitmore, he's fifty seven years old or whatever he is. So. <laughs> no. Dude, that guy, like those pictures with his shirt off at the age of fifty two or whatever, like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no one's I think, crying for Mike Smith. He's had a. Oh,
2: well, hold on a second, though, too, because you, you know, he rides a lot of horses for Bob, right? And Bob didn't have as many horses going places as he usually does. So I think you have to take into account that that had a lot to do with it. And as far as the year is concerned, like, wasn't it still this year that we were saying, was it 2021 or was it just 2020 where jockeys could only go to certain jurisdictions
1: was that
2: year. happened this year too. It was last was this, year yeah Didn't carry over to the beginning of this year
1: to be fair there also has been the emergence of other guys in southern california so juan hernandez and even you know say uh you know flavian is is even better than last year this year right and so i mean part of that is yet some of these guys able to deal right are just better in southern california than they have been before if he has a turf race and huberto Rispoli's in it like he's not you know like there you go there's half of those races and so mm-hmm. i just I, I don't know if there isn't something to that how many people, and I'm not asking for opinions, I'm asking for what the number would look like. How many people are going to treat life as good kind of like a Jason Service horse coming out of the Bob and going into the Pletcher Barn, and just assuming he's not going to run well? Because I think a lot of people are going to do that. And so I think that's kind of a reason to both, include him. Both of you all he, are.
0: Yeah. What's that? Both of you all no, are.
2: <laughs> my reason for not liking life as good has nothing to do with Bob Baffert. Okay completely completely separate. I just didn't I didn't think those races... I mean, he ran some very good numbers in his maiden special way to Del Mar, where he was sprinting, his only time he was sprinting. Then they stretched right. him out to a mile in the sham. Uh, I don't know who he beat. He beat Medina Spirit, who technically won the Kentucky Derby. But other than that, tell me where Parnelli has run or any of those horses. Dream, sure. I guess, has been in some races. He goes and he wins by eight lengths of the mile and a 16th. I mean, into mischief is a prolific sire at this point. I think we can say that. And so the fact that he is of that bloodline, which is sort of humor on the bottom. It seems like this is a horse they thought, okay, he's going to, you know, be a, a longer distance horse. And so he has been, but he also had that good performance sprinting. Now we're cutting him back to a sprint race, which also I think coming off of us extended layoff is probably the Sorry, route. Yeah. Right. But I think I, I just Answer don't your think- question.
1: It's your question in the San Felipe. He beat the Kentucky Derby first place horse and dream shake who went neck and neck with Jackie's Warrior in the pat-day mile. That's who he beat.
0: So he, to answer your question,
1: right. if he didn't just beat them. Eight lengths. He routed them. Yes. So To answer your question, that's the answer to that.
0: What if did you, you not like about Life is Good when he was running in the spring?
1: It was also
2: at a mile and a 16th, which is my point, though. Okay. That is my point. Jackie's okay. Warrior is a sprinter.
1: At, at they tried the, him going
2: longer, didn't work out.
1: At the turn, good. he was already in the lead by three lengths. Right. And then he, he stretched it out on the stretch. I will absolutely concede that. But my point is, I think that he was already well clear of those sources. You asked a question, I'm just answering. I um, think it could be I a lot of fun. Just... I have. I will tell you in my grand slam, I will have two and six, but Megan is telling you there's a very legitimate chance here to go. Right, to you asked me
2: a question if I was going to single right. in here. Why do you think that you could single in here? Well, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there there's the first leg of this ticket is a two or a two six. One of the two. There you go. Uh, then they'll go on to the ins- uh, the personal insign, which is presented by Leah Infinity. Um, grade one, six hundred thousand dollars, mile and an eighth on the dirt. Phillies and Marys, four year olds, and up. Who are you liking this one?
1: All right, Megan, who owns Infinity? Huh? Which car company owns Infinity? I
2: don't
1: know. Honda don't makes know. Acura, Toyota makes Lexus, and
2: I give. Zero. Accra.
0: It's Acra, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nissan
0: owns it. Today.
2: Nissan. Okay. Okay. Super cool. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I think if you're going to look for another single in here, it's Latruska. Uh, she definitely has the best numbers of the field, best performances. She has been the most consistent as well. Uh, it seems like her workouts are just unbelievable. So possibly this is. Uh, I think this is one of the best fields she's run against, too, with the exception mm-hmm. of the Apple Blossom, where she beat Monmo Girl and uh, Swiss Skydiver. I think it's one of those situations where it is you single Latruska, or you use all but the seven.
1: I agree. Those are your two options. So, <laughs> basically, Latruska, and letting her It's be not
2: like good. maybe I use three horses. It's like I either single or I'm, I'm just going to hit the all box. I mean, it, my order was six, four, five, one, eight, nine. But... I, I just, I don't know. Do you think
1: Swiss ever can run a huge number here?
2: I think she's going to run decently now that she's back against um, the girls. Right. I feel like we, you know, we tried that for her and it didn't work out. Um, I think Swiss
1: Skydiver every other, and I think she did all of the work in the Whitney, and that that finish isn't representative of how well she actually ran in that race. Unfortunately, it was a fourth place finish. I think this is the race where she either finishes third or worse, um, and so I, I think that Latruska is kind of out front by herself, and that's just what this race is.
2: She's had such a, a such a sustained campaign as well. You know, like I know she's only had technically three races this year, but they've also been some pretty decent races. You know, she oh, runs true. up against. Horses in the beholder mile, which was a shorter distance for her, which I think was really smart because she was coming off of that layoff after the Breeders' Cup distaff. You know, her bad performance there the Preakness, whatever. She was um, so good
1: there, too. I mean, just so right.
2: Good. And then she finishes third in the Apple Blossom against Latruska and Modern Girl. That was a tough effort. They give her some time, they bring her back in the Whitney, which was probably one of the tougher races of her career. And I just have like a maybe it's just me because I'm doubtful of her, I think always, but uh, I just think she's tired. I think she's going to be tired.
1: I think it's third or worst. I'm tired it. for her. Like, <laughs> I get it. It's just a terrific fill. <laughs> no, know, I get it. Yeah.
0: Uh, Louie, so you mentioned a couple weeks ago about Irad and his performances after his spill.
1: Yes, I did.
0: And so where are we at on that? Like what? I'm sure you've researched that. So
1: um, it's he's way below his normal percentages in stakes races, for sure. He did so, have a couple of very good rides today at, at uh, Saratoga, I will say.
0: Okay, I'm. I guess I'm just kind of. Uh, I'm intrigued by. Basically, irad and Jose are just are switching sw- switching mounts from the last time out. You know, right. I'm, I think that's uh, an interesting thing. And again, I'm not going to read too much into it. But, uh, you yeah. Know. All right, so let's single Atresk in this race. Is that is that good for our ticket?
1: Mm-hmm. I think All Megan right. and I would agree that she's the best here. And literally, you're if you're going against her, it, it's that you're gambling against her, not that you're picking against her. Frankly.
0: Okay, the third I race.
2: Really interesting, though, at the at the price, I actually would have thought that she would have been um, higher than this, but Harvey's little oil.
0: Mm-hmm. With the Louis Prize on it?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, yes, but I mean, this horse has, has been very, very good on the turf. I mean, it's already won on the turf before, I think, multiple times. Uh, maybe just once. But... She actually ran in the Alabama in the grade one last year at a mile and a quarter and finished third to Swiss Skydiver and Bonnie South. So she's one of those. I, I guess that's the performance you go back to. But it was all the way back exactly a year ago um, to that. And, and since then, you know, if any sire is going to be able to throw horses that are able to perform just as well on the turf as they do on the dirt, it's going to be American Pharaoh. Um, but she is very interesting to me. And it, if there was a big upset in here, hmm. I don't know that I would be shocked if it was her.
1: Interesting. Okay. I think of her as a turf horse now for some reason, but
2: because she's um, won, she's run her last six races on the turf and she's done very well at doing so. And it's yeah. been strictly graded six races as well. Right. Well, I guess the technically the Kentucky downs wasn't, but it really is. Um, but yeah, but she actually has had some pretty decent performances on, on the dirt. It's just been a while.
1: A high finish here, and she goes over a million dollars in, in earnings for her life. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this Pretty is a nice.
2: super talented horse. It's just, yeah. I- I'm so curious because it's not like, you know, this is Bill Mott. He's a Hall of Fame trainer, right? Like the fact that he puts her in here is just really, really interesting to me.
0: Well, speaking of turf horses, let's talk about actual turf horses that are going to be running on the turf. And uh, the
1: inner turf course, boo.
0: <laughs> it is a mile and a half on the inner turf course, Louie. Uh, in the sword dancer, the, the grade one, uh, another ABR pick for us. This is $750,000 race. Um, I went with the one horse here. Um, so that's who I had up top and Megan is giving me the look. Is she frozen or is she just like really staring me down? I can't really tell if she's frozen. Oh, there Both? she is. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. Who did you, who did you go with here, Megan?
2: <laughs> uh, I think, Possibly Goofo on top, the two horse for Christoph Clement. It seems like this horse seems to like the distance. Um, I think it's had some very good performances in grade one races, uh, both the Man of War and also the Manhattan, both of which were at Belmont. This horse is a second place finish at Saratoga, and that was back in the Saratoga Derby Invitational, I think. Um, but uh, opposite situation with Whitmore, as I will never pick Whitmore. I will always pick Channel Maker.
1: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> so, and actually, Channel Maker is the defending champion of this race. So I feel like if he's ever going to win in this decade, maybe it's here. I don't know. I, I just, it's he couldn't quite. He's such a need the lead horse, and he didn't have it last time. You know, there is some. Additional speed in here with the one horse that Mike mentioned who gets the rail draw and comes off of that win and has some pretty high buyer speed figures of of late. Um he's going to go
1: all front, right? I mean, not yeah. As, I mean, that, as but that is go.
2: that's right. his only move that he can't, he cannot, he cannot be rated, and he was last time. So I almost wonder if that performance in the Bowling Green was so dismal because he was not allowed to ride his race, Um, and that. You know, Manny Franco's ridden this horse before. I, I I don't know if it was just him coming back from Dubai and he bounced because of that or whatever. But I don't know. I'll just I'll always pick Channelmaker, I guess. So.
1: so, Megan, in my uh, in my previous version of the Grand Slam, there's seven uh-huh. horses in this field. I hit the all button in this race. Is this the race in the four horse the four race sequence that you would be more apt to hit more horses in than the other three legs? Yes. Okay, so at least we agree on that. So I, I think.
2: Yeah, that- I, mean, I I think you can make a case for a number of horses. I, I went two four one six, um, and and I think that Japan's probably going to be hammered at the windows. And I. I, I, agree with you. I, I, I went one is,
0: six two four. So. I
2: think this is a very good horse, but I also think that the like European factor, you know, like yes, comes right. into play here. This horse comes they off a Brian win.
0: Factor for sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, yeah, comes off a win fine in a group three, and then. Had a bad performance uh, at the mile and a half distance, which is, isn't that what we're going here? Right? Mile Oops, and a half? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was it at Ascot and finished sixth there, finished third before that. Same thing, mile and a half distance. Wins at a mile and a sixteenth, which is not a mile and a half. <laughs> and then, you know, runs two mile and a quarter races, doesn't do so well. Runs behind a third, fine, but by 16 lengths. Like, I, I don't. I don't really think this horse's form is that great. And I don't think it's that great at this distance, at least in the past, you know, 10 races that it's run. So you hit, hit
0: the board five out of seven times at this distance.
2: Right. Yeah. Hit the board. Uh, third by seven lengths, third by 16 lengths. And so tell I'm me, me when it's the work.
0: board. I just need to hit the board. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I, I can't see. He's a, a five year old. I cannot see when he won last at a mile and a half, except for July of 2019 at Longchamp, which was a group one race. So we'll give him that.
1: So he's capable. We just don't know if he's recently capable of getting the distance in Maine. He Never. is
2: as so. capable as mind control Thank for winning you. a grade one.
1: The only horse we haven't really talked about is cross border is the seven, one last time out uh, without Lasix uh beat rock emperor who's in this race uh has louis Sayas in, <laughs> in the saddle this is why I think talking through all these horses punching the all button here makes a lot of sense frankly just for purposes the only horse that I have a sense will not win this race is Moretti. um just doesn't feel like that horse is in the same class as these others but if right. that horse happened to jump up and win yee that would be great yee meaning that's awesome. And so, uh, yeah. I- well, it's
2: the, first, it's the first turf race. This horse has never been on grass before, no, you know? Exactly. So there's that's so right. many unknowns, um, but Todd Fletcher and Jose Ortiz certainly know what they're doing. But uh, I mean, the horse has worked over the turf at least. So you have that Saratoga training track, the Oklahoma turf horse work to go off of. But I mean, cross border though, oppositely, right, has won six out of seven times on the turf. So if you're looking for legitimate past performances, yep. maybe you find it there, but that's just looking at the career stats because this is a seven-year-old Ridgling. So similar to the conversation with Whitmore, you know, tell me when that has happened more than once. You can't, really. Oh, there, there's oh, okay. two wins uh, in the past performances that you can see if you just have like the recent 10 to 12 races.
1: So and just so we're clear on everything, I do have the one of on top as my top winner. I have Gufo, Japan, and uh, Cross Border in my top.
0: So we all agreed on the one, two, and six for sure. And then Megan and I both had the four, and then you had cross border. So we could get that down to five horses if you wanted to. I,
1: I think that's reasonable. I think when you're doing that, I've been burned on enough tickets where Mer, Moretti type comes in and
0: so you're hitting, oh, hitting the all. Oh,
1: this is a really open field. I should I should go with five horses out of seven. No, or No, just punch seven and, and be pay the two bucks and be done Yeah. All
0: right. So we're gonna hit the all button. Um all right, so now we're on to the traverse stakes. Um, you know, if I, and I would totally agree if this was not the Traverse stakes, I would be a single essential quality here. No doubt about it. Who is the keen ice in this field? Megan.
2: Midnight bourbon. Yeah.
1: That's, that's it. a, yeah, that's a minute. Yeah. By the way, no. shout Central,
2: out. Essential quality wins. Midnight bourbon and keep me in mind actually is right there as well. And I am wearing my Traverse shirt that we have here. Oh, yeah. Traverse canoe.
1: for shout the out to the people at we'll Old Smoke. That. Appear to be fans of the show. Shut up.
0: Yeah, I love it.
1: No, I see him on Twitter. It. Shut up. <laughs> the uh, by the way, keep me in mind is eligible for a non-two lifer race and has earned over six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> that's baller stuff right there. That's terrific. I mean, that's how you that is put your horses in great spots. And by the way, Jamie Cohen, it hasn't been on for this one or the, or the previous race. That guy. Piloted this horse to some terrific outcomes. Did yeah. a great yeah. job with this horse. I do mm-hmm. not understand why they have not been flying him in for more stuff. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. Joel Rosario was jumped up and won the freaking gym Dandy, and so it's not like he. Did. Well, he riding it. at Antarctica, though for the season. No, that's right. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but no, it, um, I, I'm with you. I, but I, you know, for this ticket, essentially every horse in the last race, if we were to go single, single, all single, is seven bucks. Right, and that's mm-hmm. a, that's kind of a cool thing you can do. Then if you go single, single, single.
0: Well, yeah, because then if mean, you're talking
1: bucks. anyways, then you're. Right, you want to play for two bucks anyway, you will play <laughs> yeah. for three bucks. Totally. Um, I would go two six in the first leg. I'm more likely to single in this leg than I would be in the Jackie's Warrior leg. Um, I think that Essential Quality is that much better than the other horses in this field. But, um, Megan.
2: Finally, uh, I'm not the only one to might drop Essential
1: Quality. <laughs> I feel oh, like it's just. You will won me over for sure. No, I think he's he's really. I'm just again.
0: saying, I saw American Pharoah lose this race. Oh,
1: sure.
0: And, and you know <laughs> that's all. So I mean, I, you know, I any love for mass Parade at all? No. Okay.
2: Oh.
0: What's what's your what's what's it with that horse for you, Megan?
2: Hmm. He won the Ohio Derby.
0: Okay.
1: Yes, he did win the Ohio Derby. I think King Fury is more likely to finish ahead of Master. King Fury is going to be
2: scratched. Oh,
1: it's, is the horse yeah. okay? I
2: don't know, uh, but I mean, he so he loses by. I don't know. I guess he beat the rest of the field in the. Uh, in in the so that was probably his best performance, even though technically he won a Grade Three. Um, I don't know. I just I don't think he's as good of a horse as the others in here. I don't think he stands up against essential quality at all.
1: Okay. Who are the most likely winners here, Megan? I want to build a couple of different tickets just to talk about them. Because, by the way, if you went single, single, all, all, you're looking at 48 bucks.
2: I think it's essential quality. I think Urban is a maturing horse, and we didn't really get to see that, um, you know, last time. He is absolutely the type, we talked about it all year long, that like mentally had not matured. He's Really tough to handle. He, I think he has made his own trouble before the races. Then he got into trouble last time. So he's just been quite unlucky. I was hoping he would run significantly better in the Kentucky Derby. Obviously he did not that day, but I still think he he has a a few very good classic distance races um, ahead of him. I mean, I've always loved him well, he ran great there. in the
1: Preakness. And I mean, you know, so that's sure. not at this distance, but he ran well in the Preakness. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I think, keep me in mind, is the type of horse that he's only run at this distance twice before, the mile and a quarter, and he's over for 2, which I don't love. So I'm curious to see if that was, you know, maybe he just didn't love the mile and a quarter at those tracks or whatever. I, I'm, I'm kind of... I kind of feel like "Keep Me in Mind" is a little bit more of a miler at this point. Like I'm wondering if we should kind of start to cut him back, right? right. Instead of trying to push him to get the mile and a quarter. But his stride—he's just such a beautifully moving horse um, that I keep waiting for him to have that really big breakout performance. But I also think that the best we saw him was at the mile and a sixteenth distance in the Kentucky Jockey Club, and I feel like that's kind of
1: where he's where he will come back to. Megan, can I ask a form question? Okay. So it lists Midnight Bourbon as having run them at the distance three times. Are they including a mile and three sixteenths as being at the distance? Well,
2: it's funny you say that because I was actually looking as I was talking and keep me in mind, I'm like, I'm only seeing one.
1: Because he ran <laughs> no, the Derby and I'm then only the pre- like this. One
2: mile on a border race here. Right. Yeah. So
1: is, is, are they giving uh, the three year olds so. credit for that? That's interesting, actually, right? It's yeah. got to be it, right? Because I midnight mean, so a, a
2: unique distance as well with the mile, yes, like you don't right. see that a lot of the time. So yeah, so yeah, I guess that is.
1: Because I'll be honest, wait, I. Wait. Oh no, wait. Yeah, I'll no. be honest because I've I've seen so so the Pimlico special is run at a mile and three for for older right. horses. It's essentially the Preakness for older horses, right? And I've noticed when you go to that, it says distance, how many times the horses have run it, and many times in that race, it's a zero. So
0: mm-hmm. it must be for
1: older horses. They count the mile and three sixteenths as its own. Thing, but for three rolls. I don't know. I wonder if it together. is
2: independent because that would, I don't know.
1: Because I'm looking at these pps, that's every race Midnight Bourbon's ever run for sure. And there's only one mile and a quarter on there, and it says three at the top of the form. So,
2: also love DRF because I use them all the time. But there definitely have been times where there have been errors oh,
1: okay, <laughs> in right. it as well. So, but this one's I don't consistent, know. to be fair, this one's consistent. So, like Keep me in mind. Mile and a quarter, mile three sixteenths. It's listed as twice at the distance. Midnight Bourbon, two mile and three sixteenths. Mile and a quarter listed as three times. Right,
2: but I would you'd have to you'd have to have another mile and a quarter race with examples of a mile and yeah. three sixteenths,
1: right. not this race,
2: right, this form, right. not this. I mean, there could be a, like a an error with the the formula they use to pull data, right? So I don't know, no okay. idea.
1: Ask her. Sure.
0: All right, so that's our that's our Travers Day weekend. So what's our ticket, our official ticket, Louie?
1: I was going to ask, so Megan, how many horses would you include in this race? And would you rather press and assume chalk, or would you rather spread a little bit in the Traverse, hoping that, keep me in mind, upset happens, or the Midnight Bourbon upset happens?
2: I'm probably single for a winning ticket. If I'm not trying to buy the ticket, right? I mean, it depends on what the other legs are. So if we talk about having a leg where we have six or seven horses or something, then right. I mean, I guess if you are for sure singling some of those races, but we had differing opinions on. Well, on we're, we
0: got two horses in the one. We're okay. gonna single Latruska. We're gonna hit the all button on seven horses, and then we get single Essential Quality. Yeah. So if
1: we play, if we played Life Is Good as well alongside Jackie's Worry, for example, it's a fourteen dollar ticket. Two six, then Latruska, all then Essential Quality, right? And I think. But that's then a you very, gotta
0: you gotta really hope that a a. a uh, something off the board wins that that spread race
1: i don't know if that's even true because i would be shocked if a one dollar minimum pick four doesn't pay fourteen dollars i mean astonished I, yeah. I
0: will probably pay
2: i will probably play a ticket where i do all but seven in the 10th race in the personal ensign
1: right so there's a we, lot of we,
2: in there and look yeah. is absolutely a need the lead type of a horse and okay. i don't know I will probably play a ticket. I'll, I'll play one where I single, but my B ticket would definitely be, would have options, pretty much all but seven in that That's race. Okay,
1: awesome. I right, like that, good, okay, there you go. Hot takes
0: right. from back... tics, hot takes. Don't tics. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so Can
2: anything I, else that- no, we're under an hour.
0: We are, but we only we only need to catch one track. But right. yeah, that's
1: okay. Mike talked about a an online poll of podcasts no one's ever heard of. For please go, podcasts, go
0: vote for us. So. Go to go <laughs> go vote for us. I want to I want to win. I just want to beat everybody else. I mean, yeah, just want to win.
2: Well, that's like the basis of horse racing. So I get it.
0: Yeah, just competitive. <laughs> want to win. I get it. Especially if that one dude's cheating, which I'm pretty sure he is i call. Yeah, he's cheating, Joel, Joel. right? Yeah, huh? of course. The, yeah, I mean, listen, he doesn't have no, a rash. What? It's not it's not an ointment for a rash. He's cheating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, right. I just, uh, I don't know that yeah, an Arlington-based
1: sure. Arlington- uh, podcast is getting, you know, 8,000 listeners a week. Yeah. So be- no, not well, it's
2: happening. their song of the year, so maybe that's that why.
1: Be. Maybe that's it. Hey, everybody in Chicago decided to pay attention this year.
2: <laughs> Who it's knows? True.
0: Late, unfortunately, it's. I always very much enjoy having us all three back together again, so it's always a lot more fun when we're all together. So,
2: oh, and I actually lost
0: the bet because I pretty much, yeah, yeah. I pretty much said that we weren't going to see you until after you were married.
1: He besmirched you in a serious way. I I did not say, I did not
0: besmirch, (laughs) it was not a besmirchment, it It was very much an understanding of like we're in, we're in, uh, you know, a month away from the wedding and there's a lot going on.
1: It was funny, Mike's like, wait a minute, when's her wedding? And I'm like, oh, it's on, you know, this date. And he goes, oh. yeah,
2: because Mike hasn't even like, RSVP'd to my wedding. I don't know <laughs> if he's coming.
0: Listen, Did if I, show, you, if I grace,
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't with the if I, all right?
1: Megan, was my card the first one back? No, somebody beat you, but I don't remember who it was. How? Literally, I, I got it the, the day after you said it, and I said it the same day. That's ridiculous. It's, I bet someone like, ran into no, your house. I don't know. They just jogged your house with it. They're like, yeah, hey, let's go. I'm going to be the first one. All go.
0: right. I'm RSVPing. I'll be there.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Man, that's amazing.
0: I'll, do you need me to send the card oh. in still?
1: No, it's fine. All right. Good. It is a beautiful invitation, by the way. It, it, it is. Do you know nice. what I said to my wife? I said, this looks like it looks like Megan and Curtis. That's what I said. It actually looks like them. So good job. It, it actually looks like you two.
2: Well, that makes me happy. Uh, and it's probably a really accurate depiction of us because like, it looks really pretty, but there was so much that went into making it pretty. all
1: oh, crammed <laughs> in there. You have to rip the envelope to No, get it you out. don't even
2: understand. I try to do it. <laughs> My whole uh, mantra for this wedding is like, will this make or break the day? And why do we do things this way? <laughs> like, ask myself those two questions. And that is how I have been traveling the journey of getting married and with the invitations it was I, why we do it because people have to be invited and uh and will this make a break the day no so i wasn't going to spend like two grand on invitations so i no, bought them right, for sure. yeah. on amazon huh. the blue thingies and i had them like went back and forth with a guy in beijing I, I don't remember his name it was like a it was like Eric or something, but it definitely wasn't Eric. And uh, and so, and with the time difference, it took like two weeks to yeah, get this print. Right. I designed the template and I sent it to him. I was like, hey, print this. And then we went back and forth. And then he sends it to me in like a day, which I don't know how that happened. Uh, and So I get it and I start putting all the invitations together. And I think with the envelopes that I ordered separately from Amazon, let me just see and make sure this fits in it. And it <laughs> didn't, and it didn't fit in there at all. So then I took each of those navy blue imitations. And I cut off the, a sliver of uh, the bottom of it. Okay, each of those. And then I had the RSVP cards and realized those didn't fit in their envelopes. So <laughs> and he had to trim off a little bit out of all the sides of that. And then we put it together. And, and then I put a little photo on it.
1: Had wrote and I did because
2: I didn't want to pay two hundred dollars for free printed labels, and uh, then there was an issue with me sending the little pearl thingy through the mail because I had to get special stamps for that. So I took years off my life to do this. So the easy way to do it apparently was not the easy way to do it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's so it's fine. It's everything's fine. Everything's on fire. That's, <laughs> that's actually uh,
0: <laughs> that's actually my uh, my wedding day advice. Is like something's not gonna go right. It's you oh, know for sure. no one knows how it's supposed to go so don't sweat it. Yeah. The only thing that matters is yeah. that you're there, Curtis is there, well, and that's it. The two
1: of you are working yeah. the I day before, and, and like Blue two years after. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. No, uh, yeah.
2: and and I've I've I if I can give myself some credit, I feel like I have not been a bridezilla because I've been almost a little too late back. I think like you, you really <laughs> have. Bride, you really have bride, absolutely. Asking, they're like, what? what what, do you, what dress do you want to wear? I was like, I don't know. It just has to be this color. Pick whatever you want and make sure that it's floor length. And they're like, uh, okay. And wow. so, so they all do that because I also think it's so weird for us to, sorry if anybody got married and had their wedding like this. It's just no, my personal opinion. But no. uh, to have women dressed exactly the same, hair, earrings, dress, Shoes, it looks weird. It looks like you have like these like lab creations of like, here were all your options, but then you chose this one, but they're all the same. You know, like these are all the women we could have gifted to you with the dowry and the goat. And I just think the whole thing is so bizarre. Uh,
1: You're getting another goat. I've told male friends, (laughs) if you want me in your wedding, I own a fitted tux. I'm wearing that. Like, well, yeah,
2: it would be, but it depends on the color. You know, like we're not doing black, we're doing like dark blue for the for the guys so out. In I'm that not, I'm case, out.
1: pick someone else i'm
2: done well you're
0: not I do
1: appreciate yeah.
0: though uh, you know the weddings the last couple yeah, weddings i've been on you know they've gone suits and not tucks and like we could buy the suit and keep the suit and yeah that's what we're doing reuse we're the good. suit you know i, I appreciate that yeah, yeah. uh yeah. So but you I, should yeah. you should check out uh jim gaffigan's bit on get on weddings because it's okay. fantastic yeah i'm definitely going to watch that because Braden- i feel like
2: i have been of that mindset this entire process
0: Greatest uh, dad comedian of all time, right there. He is
1: the solid dad comedian for sure.
0: Yeah, I never tell you all knew the Jim stories.
1: Was, I knew my marriage was forever. By the way, when my wife was like, "Hey, Jim Gaffigan's You have to get tickets." I was like, "Real? Yeah." Well, that's
0: at we, we were coming back from Florida, and on the road trips, we'll listen to Jim Gaffigan because he's he's a little edgy, but he's fairly clean, so you can put on the kids, and it's not a big deal. And the kids love Jim Gaffigan, so we're driving through, and we're like, "Oh, uh, let's you know, let's just see where where he's playing." And we're like two hours away from Jacksonville, and he's in Jacksonville that night. Oh, and we just wow. rolled up, went to Jacksonville, watched him, watched him in Jacksonville.
2: That's so cool. Good yeah,
0: feeling. yeah, Good it was feeling. awesome. Yeah. We'll Sweet. make memories.
2: Well, I had uh, taken uh, Schlanger coming up in Louisville on Valentine's Day weekend. Actually, she's definitely
0: not clean. But yeah.
1: she is she <laughs> at the palace?
2: Favorite comedian? Yes, yes <gasps> she is. But it got postponed until July because she's pregnant. So
1: uh, congratulations. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, congratulations.
2: Right. Also, no, I was awesome. really looking forward to seeing her. We're just gonna say
0: congratulations to anybody it. who might be pregnant. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm so,
1: drinking.
0: You're not pregnant. I know you're not pregnant. There's a there's someone listening who's pregnant and they just needed congratulations. So we're just gonna hey, go there. Yeah, I all right. You. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations to the person who's pregnant. All right. Um, we're gonna leave with that. We're gonna pay the tab when you get out of here. <laughs> the oddest end of the show of all time. So <laughs>
1: It wasn't it a terrific is. beginning. All right, I want to see right. our numbers,
2: like just the be beginning was fantastic. And, run, <laughs> and then like and then kind of like plateau for a little while and then at the oh. end just spike.
0: <laughs> Vote for us on ABR. All right.
2: <laughs> okay, good night.
0: Bye.
1: Closing time. Time for you to go out to the places you will.